Hey, good morning everybody. Welcome back to Avoiding Broke. It's been another busy week. Um, another really important week for our personal finances and our self-growth um, towards financial freedom. So for this week, just really want to share where I think we've got some interesting decisions around personal finances um, and just some of the moves that we here at Avoiding Broke are making um, how we're thinking about the different personal finance type decisions we've got to make at the minute. Um, it's the kind of thing that is is generally really, really good just to reassess, um, you know, I think monthly, but if not, kind of every six to eight weeks, just look at what's happening on your accounts, look at what's happening with your financial choices and just ask yourself, you know, am I making the best decisions here? Are there different stroke better moves that I can make? And the more we get in the habit of asking ourselves that question is the more we're going to start prompting ourselves to making better choices or the more we're going to prompt ourselves to say there's something that we need to go and learn about. So we'll go and investigate it and then we'll we'll maybe put it into practice. So this is all about that really positive habit forming. So just looking firstly then at what we're going to call the income line. So most of us have got some type of income and are reliant upon that type of income for our basic survival and well-being. So the big lesson that has really been coming through recently, and I think a lot of people have been saying this before, but maybe it's maybe taken a little bit of a while for it to sink into my head at least, is just the importance of having alternate streams of income. Now, to an extent, it might seem obvious, and to an extent, maybe... Uh, many of us do already have different income streams, which is really important. But there is a lot more that we can go and investigate, a whole world of online money making, for example, which is perfectly legal and perfectly accessible. And it's the kind of thing that it could start giving a really essential way of topping up your earned salary income through employment. And I think there's probably been a school of people who have been who have been, you know, into making money online for a long while. Definitely nothing wrong with that at all. But what's happening now is the more we get squeezed and the more people's income gets under pressure is the more you've got to take different leaps into the unknown to go and take on, for example, more online money making. We spun up um, three different avenues that we're currently building out. You know, it's not necessarily quick. Maybe if you've got more tech skill, it's a fairly quick thing. Um, for us, it's taking a little bit more time and we've also got other commitments. But it's definitely something that is, the idea is to build it, grow it, let it start generating some kind of additional revenue and really then maintaining it. And, you know, I think that's going to be a really important activity for this year that we're going to need to maintain going forward. So I think if you're not already looking at your your, your money-making opportunities, um, certainly things like making money online, it's definitely a good time to, to start getting into it. When you think that the economic forecast for the next year is actually worse than it is now, it makes it more important to put that protection in place now so that we're better prepared for the future. So moving on to point two then around savings. And, and you know, kind of what's the saving environment? What's it offering us? You know, what, what are we thinking about here? For a long while, savings rates have been terrible globally, right? But the increase in central bank interest rates has had the impact of then driving up savings rates being paid by banks. 
Now, for some people, that's looked at as a really, really good thing. Um, I don't think it's for the majority, but for some, it's a good thing. To the extent that you do have extra money, it's important to think about where can you get the best return? I think, I think no matter what's happening, you've still got to do efficient things with your money. So to, the, the one wrong thing would be just to have it sitting there earning nothing. That would almost certainly be the wrong move to make. So it's a great time to start thinking about what can you get, um, what can you get in return? It, even if the rates don't seem like they're mind-blowing, the reality is anything that you can get which is guaranteed is helping you offset the rate of inflation. And that's the number one way to think about your savings is if the interest rate being paid on your savings is less than the rate of inflation, you're effectively losing money. Now, that's almost always the case, right? So the best thing that we can do is try to get the best returns that we can, especially now when many people don't want to take much risk, is to look for the best returns that are available. Now, that might be 2 or 3%. I'm not too sure. It depends where you are and, and, what, the, and what rates are like in your jurisdictions. But the key thing is, is to try to get that money you have working more effectively. If you've got it, try to get it working more effectively, right? I think the third thing that has proven really interesting recently, certainly in the UK where we've been really um, unstable politically, is around mortgage interest rates. So we've had historically low rates for years. Now, in the last month or so, we saw some of those rates skyrocket based on predictions about where interest rates will be next year. We've got a new prime minister. It looks like rates are kind of calming. More people are coming back to the market. And we're starting to get a little bit. There's an expectation that interest rates or forward looking interest rates on mortgages we could take out now are going to be lower. My gut feel and the way we're looking at our portfolio is just to hold, be a little bit patient um, and wait and see a little bit. You know, we've managed to get some mortgages locked in on really, really good forward rates, which is fantastic. Um, and we've done that for five years. But where we've got other options, it really is a case of not panicking, certainly not doing anything early. We're not looking to put any, any more money back in 20 deals. So we're thinking more now about patience, just waiting and just seeing how markets react. It's all totally uncertain. We've got no clue. So it's just about waiting to see what markets are going to do. Um, I know it's not the right call for everybody, and it really depends a lot on what kind of rates you've got available to you as well. But that's how we're playing it. I just want to be transparent. That's what we're doing. We're waiting to see and just listening to what the noise is and where market expectations are going. Right now, we think forward rates could go down a little bit um, because we're, gonna, we're getting a little bit more political um, stability, right? which is really, really important. Looking at area number four is around investing. And investing has been a really, really tricky one to, to kind of to, to, to get our heads around because stock markets have been terrible, like generally, right? They, they've really taken some big, big knocks. Um, we've seen sectors that have, particularly, that have been previously quite buoyant, like the tech sector, um, have loads of value wiped off. You know, cryptocurrency is currently decimated. Um, and even your just your your market indexes, they're they're just not giving positive returns. So it is it's really tricky. Um the personal bets that we're making, and again I'm just sharing it for full transparency, is we're more interested in commodities. 
and more interested in emerging markets, more interested in, when I say commodities, I'd, I'd break that down to include things like precious metals as well as energy. And so, yeah, that's kind of where we're landing, really. You know, it's not for everybody. And, and many of the bets that we're thinking of making are more long-term bets, um, as, as most investing, frankly, should be. But it's 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 truly, truly difficult. I, I think that's why I'm... That's kind of why I had that little hesitation there. It's truly difficult to th- to understand where is an attractive place to put your money now from an investing perspective, um, with the hope of long or medium to long term gains. I think it's really, really difficult. We've seen a really, really turbulent market. Um, it's certainly not settled, and I would just say be cautious. Actually. Because whereas before, you know, you'll hear lots of people look and say, oh, yeah, just bang everything in an S&P 500 and, you know, let time do the do the rest. I'm not sure if that theory holds as true as it did before. Um, I'm not sure. Definitely not giving financial advice, but just saying there is a lot of very good reason to be a little bit more cautious right now. I think there's a lot of good reason just to hold your money back a little bit. Um, there is good reason to put your money, just keep your money in cash until you feel quite secure and quite confident about the investing decision you're going to make. There's a lot of theory about whether or not you buy low and sell high. Conceptually, that makes a lot of sense. I think right now we don't know where the low point in the market is and we've not really seen a major market correction to let us think that we are indeed buying anything low. So I think all of those different factors put together... Um, have got us feeling very cautious about our investing. I'm pretty nervous actually, um, and even my even my other investments have taken like massive hits. Now I, I take a lot of I take a lot of financial risk, um, and we've lost on average thirty five percent, forty percent of our portfolio, um, given the size of the bets and the size of the risk that we've taken. Uh, I'm okay with it because I, th- I think over time we're going to recover, but. It it is a really clear indicator that we need to all be very cautious. I'm saying thirty five to forty percent. If you include crypto in that, you know you might be looking at more like a sixty percent loss across our portfolio, which is quite massive actually. When I think about it, uh, I'm not actually sure why I'm so calm, but hey ho, um, there must be a good reason, right? Hopefully we're hopefully we're, we're we're making bets that we can at least afford and and we're making it sensibly. But just sharing it for full transparency, some of the thought process. Um, we're still very committed to markets, committed to alternative investments as well as traditional. Um, but really and truly, it's tough. Stock markets are tough. They've given us a battering. Crypto has been tough, given us an absolute battering. Real estate has been reasonably, um, reasonably good. Uh, re- yeah, reasonably good. But that that could get an absolute battering again with where interest rates are and if we have any kind of property market crash. So it's a bit uncertain, but it's certainly been the best performing of all the investments we have. Um, and then, you know, you've got things like, well, cash isn't really an investment, but as much as we're holding some cash, it's kind of given us a little bit more of a, a little bit more breathing space. Um, so that's been very, very good. You know, so I just want to give you that full picture, you know, guys, it's, it's been, it's, it's been a very tough, um, moment for investing i know everybody would have taken hits but just looking forward i'm still incredibly unsure 
about where to deploy cash and about how confident I feel on the different asset classes that we could be messing around with. So yeah, you know, I would just say think I would say think carefully to anybody who asked me who asked me a question on this. Um a fifth element, right, that is worth thinking about right now is debt. Because most of us have debt in some form. You know, it could be different ways of looking at your debt, be it good, bad or in between. Um, But one interesting question that comes up is to what extent do you repay debt now? You know, is this a good time to be paying off debt, to be making overpayments? Um, Do you do you try and clear the debts, pay debt early? Uh, Just to give you a view, (coughs) excuse me, just to give you a view, (coughs) I think now is not the time to be repaying um, debt early or repaying big chunks. Not at all. In the main, it is a lot harder to accumulate big chunks of cash than it is to negotiate flexible terms on your debt. What I mean, like, let's break that down again. Just say, for example, you've got £10,000 or $10,000. You could overpay that 10k on your mortgage. Or you've got some other random debts where you could just... And you've got those debts on good terms, right? That's the important thing. They've got to be on good terms. So, for example, a 0% balance transfer. You could overpay that 10k on that debt. Or you could sit on that 10k, put it in an account that's earning like a semi-decent rate of interest and just service your debt. The benefit you get from doing that latter option is if anything truly urgent comes up, you've got that 10k available. If you still need to repay the debt at a future point in time, you've still been servicing it and you've still got a chunk of money. So the amount of money, so you should be able to pay off the debt um, from that chunk of capital that you've held. You've had the chance to earn interest, which is beneficial because you're getting a little bit of income coming through. But then if something really bad happens, you get yourself stuck a little bit. And you need that pot of cash that you may have available, but then you could not afford to repay your debt. Quite often you could negotiate some kind of reasonable terms such that you don't have to repay the debt um, in full. Or you might be able to negotiate some decent um, rates so that you, you pay a lower rate of interest. Debt tends to be just far more flexible, whereas to get a big chunk of cash together is often a lot harder. So... And so when we're going into this financial uncertainty, lots of big pressure, my view, personal view, not financial advice, is protect those pots of cash if you've got them. I think if you've got them, do not give them up easily. Do not, do not, do not, in my view, give them up easily. I think you've got to look after them, make sure they're there if you really need them, and then you just service your debt. And then when you've got a little bit more confidence or a little bit more certainty, then you can go and make some different choices about how you manage that debt. But until then, make sure you protect yourself and you've got some decent pots available for yourself. I think it's a lot. It's going to really help some people in the future having a rainy day pot available to them where they can just bail themselves out of a big problem. So I think, guys, that's probably like the... The main areas that I'm really kind of playing around with at the minute, you know, so you've got your income, you've got income, savings, investment, um, investments, what you do with debt, um, 
and somehow I've forgotten the, I've forgotten the fifth area that we were looking at. Um, but I think when we st- when we start stripping back our our financial decisions, you know, it's it's becoming really clear that we do need to find ways to really bump up our income line. It might be something quite simple, but it it it, it doesn't really matter. You know, we we still got to increase our income line. What goes alongside that as well, obviously, is to make sure we're reducing our expenses. You know, I think that's almost a given right now, and we we've not really gone into it much on this on this particular update. But keeping your expenses in check and reducing them, just like we've been talking about for 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 years now, and avoiding broke, um, is an absolute given at this moment in time. I think um, looking at things like uh, your your inve- your investing decisions is going to be really important to kind of have that mindset that the investing landscape is incredibly difficult right now. So you've got to play that a little bit smarter, um, maybe than we had to play it before. I think think carefully about savings. You know, we've got to have a pot available to us and it's incumbent upon us to really look smartly at where we can get the most back on our savings. It won't be anything too glamorous right now, but the but the economics is really simple in that we need to be getting something back if we're lucky enough to have a savings pot available. I think then, you know, and just lastly, we've got these interesting discussions about what we do with our debt. Um, you know, how we kind of balance some of those short to medium term financial decisions, especially where we may have some debt. And there's probably a little bit of, of, of clever thinking in there. Um, and the avoiding broke bias is going to be towards keeping a pot of money available over repaying debt early. I think net net we're probably going to do a lot better by keeping that money pot available to us um, rather than say just smashing it all on on debt repayment. Broadly guys that's where we're at. I think those are the the big financial decisions and kind of um, ideas that we need to weigh up over the next over the next few months. Um, it's going to be obviously it's a regular thing that we're doing constantly on avoiding broke, but it, this is it felt like a really good time just to share that the, the the current thinking. Now that we've got our new prime minister in place, now that we can see how markets have reacted, and now that you know we're going into frankly a really really busy tricky time for many um, with Christmas because Christmas is incredibly um, money consumptive. It's a really difficult time for many. It's a point where many households find themselves at their weakest financial point. So this is where you need to have the really laser sharp, crystal clear strategies for looking after your money. And hopefully this update has given you some really useful things to think about. Um, Maybe what will be helpful for the next one is to just give a little thinking about how we're managing expenses. Just thinking about expenses in a bit more detail, thinking about it leading up to Christmas and just some of the decisions that we may have to weigh up um, looking at household expense as well as personal as well as more kind of discretionary personal expense uh, if that sounds useful for you just let us know uh, leave a comment and, and and definitely let us know and we, we can do that if that'll be helpful all right guys so look other than that you've got all the musings uh, let us know what you think let us know if your views differ in any way or if they're the same uh, we'd love to hear from you drop a comment and if you're new to the channel as ever please smash the like and subscribe button. All right, guys, till next week, we'll see you soon. Take care. Bye.